Hey, welcome back, everyone, to the Reflex Blue Show. I'm your host, Donovan Beery, and bringing on with me co-host Hannah Zimmerman from Southeast Community College in Lincoln, Nebraska. Hannah, how are you doing? Welcome to the show. I'm good. Thanks for having me. And we had Hannah actually reach out to uh, and find some some people that we haven't had on the show before, and one of those people she brought along is Brooke Robinson. Brooke, welcome. Hi. Thank you for having me. And you're in Austin, Texas, right? I am. Okay, now Brooke Brooke is actually best known for for running Good Type, but you actually actually aren't really a type person, not really a lettering person. You're actually an artist, but you you started as a designer. Correct. I have always had a a knack for curating, and I've always loved lettering. And I incorporated lettering and type design in some of my graphics when I was a graphic designer for a board shop in Lubbock, Texas. But I wouldn't, I'm not a formally trained uh, lettering artist, if you will, or calligrapher or type designer, but I admire the art. What is it that, that made you move from design into fine art? Um, I would say... Or, or I, I, guess, I, guess, I guess the better way of putting that is... I know a lot of designers would rather be fine artists. So what, what gave you the opportunity to actually move in that direction? I wouldn't say that the opportunity came about. I, I forced the opportunity because it felt more comfortable for me to express myself in the fine arts versus graphic design. Graphic design for me felt too constricting, too many, too many parameters and rules. And um, I wouldn't say... That I didn't enjoy it. I loved it. Um, but I feel more comfortable expressing myself through through the arts and through fine arts and through painting and graphic design felt too, I guess, rule-based for me. Yeah. <laughs> there is there is some truth to that. You know, some yeah. sometimes we we say, well, you have to you have other people's work kind of has to be taken into account, I guess is the way to word that. But you somehow still haven't fully left the design thing because back back around what was it about seven years ago you founded the very popular Good Type um, lettering resource. Yes. So I was a graphic designer. I, I went to school in in Lubbock. I went to Texas Tech University, and I moved to Austin in 2008. Um, and I started working at a local Texas clothing retailer called Tyler's, and I did. I was their, their head graphic designer for many years. And around the time, I think it was, it was in 2012. I loved my company. I loved my boss. I loved everyone I worked with, but I was over sitting at a desk working at a computer all day, every day, eight to five. And I thought to myself, there's gotta be more to life than this. And uh, we get this opportunity to live this one life. And I can't just sit here behind a computer, behind a desk all day, every day. And I started when I moved to Austin. Well, in, when, before I moved to Austin, I was very active. I was secretary of the wakeboard team. I snowboarded. I was on the rugby team for me to just feel healthy and feel good about myself. I was always doing something athletic. So when I moved to Austin, I didn't uh, have the wakeboard team anymore. I was no longer in college. I didn't have the mountains, you know, three hours away. So I found myself on the bike. I, uh, a friend of mine introduced me to riding, uh, road riding, and everyone in Austin seemed to be riding bikes. And then I met this girl, Andy, and she was like, hey, I am thinking about riding my bike down the West Coast this summer from Canada to Mexico. Do you want to come? And I was like, 
well, yeah, you know, why not? Not every day someone asks you to do something like that. And of course it coincided with the time that I was feeling very restless in my job. And so I did, I quit my job and saved up some money. I sold my car and away we went. She and I took off from Vancouver and in, I think the end of May, uh, of the summer of 2012, before I embarked on this journey, I was kind of thinking of my next move, or I was kind of thinking that this adventure was going to give me my big aha moment of, you know, my purpose in life and what I'm supposed to be doing. And, and because I felt so kind of empty in, in my previous job, I didn't overly have an aha moment, so to speak, but being on my bike allowed me to really connect with my environment better than, you know, being in a car or, or, or the like. And, um, when I, when we rode through the major cities, I was immediately drawn to the many beautiful murals and hand lettered or hand painted, um, logos and logo types. And, you know, just the West coast in general just seems to be a treasure trove for this kind of art form. And I had already, had a love for for letters and, and incorporated it in any way that I could in my design work. But again, not formally trained, just really having a love for the art form. About that time, Instagram had become started to become popular and started to take off. And at the end of my bike ride, I decided to sort of decompress after a three month bike ride from Canada to Mexico. And instead of fly home, I decided to take the train. The train from LA to Austin is about 30 hours. So I had, Oh, that's, that's a train ride. That's not messing yeah, around. That is a train ride. So I had a little bit of time on my hands and I used that time very wisely and I spent it on Instagram. But then if you click the hashtag typography or search that hashtag typography, I mean, my world, my mind was blown. I was open up to a whole world of lettering artists and I think that's when I was first introduced to Jessica Hish and Gemma O'Brien and Anthony Host. And I'm trying to think of some others that were around then. But for me, I was just like, wow. And so for the next probably year, I would just browse Instagram for inspiration, for letting, lettering inspiration. And I would just take screenshot after screenshot after screenshot. Because back then, that's all you could do to save images on Instagram. And uh, before long, my phone was like, you are done. Like, no more. Your phone is full. <laughs> so I was just like, what do you do? I don't want to delete any of these. Like, you know, each one held, you know, a special piece of inspiration for me. And I often referred to them um, just for fun. And so I thought, well, why not? Again, like with my knack of, you know, always having, you know, loving to curate and collect I was like, I could just unload all of these images on Instagram and tag the artist because I think there was maybe one other type account around then that was doing the same thing or there were people posting but not crediting the artists and that kind of irked me. And so I, you know, our very, my very first sort of slogan was giving credit where credit is due. And I started Good Type and my first post was on July 14th, 2013. I don't remember the artist who I posted, but before long, I think the intersection of the rise in analog and vinyl and film and, of course, hand lettering, the rise of the popularity of Instagram, like, good type took off like 
it, I think it, it amassed 10,000 followers within like the first six months or less. I think because I credited the artists, I was using hashtags and I think I'm a pretty good curator as well. It's, you know, it's kind of this magic formula of explosion. And before long it had 250,000 followers. And so I thought to myself, you know, this, I'm, I'm kind of onto something here. And that's kind of sort of the backstory, the beginning of how Good Type got started. And where do people go to, I mean, because it's not really a website, it's, it's more of an Instagram. Do you have a URL to forward people to, or where do you tell people to go? Yeah, see? The, there, is, there is a website, it's goodtype.us. Um, and that's where pre-COVID, I would host updates on workshops. And then, I'll, you know, I'd give updates on the book and there, there are links there to where you can buy the book. Or I have two books. The first one is no longer in print. It was a Kickstarter project, which started the second book. But yeah, the website is goodtype.us. Okay. Well, we're going to be right back with Brooke Robinson. Welcome back, everybody. We've got Brooke Robinson and Hannah Zimmerman. Brooke, now the, the new book is Good Type, The Art of Lettering. And what, what brought about the, because you have, you know, you have something that's modern. You have an Instagram feed with a lot of publishers. So let's go to something that is archaic and dying, which is print. I, I assume that was the idea. Print is not dead. We'll never die. <laughs> um, so I, once Good Type hit around 250,000 followers, I began receiving requests for a book and not a how-to, although that was also a popular request, but more of just a coffee table style lettering book. And I my, myself love anything tangible, tactile. I love analog. I love vinyl. I love film. Um, and so I was just like, absolutely, let's do a book. And what I wanted to accomplish with the book is not only feature this art form in a tangible way, you know, take it off screen and really admire it in real life, but to also unify the world's lettering artists. It was so cool to see how unifying this art form was. And because when I first began posting on Instagram, there were lettering artists from literally all across the globe. And I thought, this is so cool. And what a way, a cool way to sort of bring a lot of the artists that I've recognized or seen or known or learned about through this platform and put them in a book and show people that as different as we are, we have commonalities. And I think I first, the first book I did through Kickstarter and it produced about 1600 copies. And so it only produced just enough for the backers. And it had, I don't remember exactly how many artists, over a hundred artists from around 30 countries. And so I wanted to continue that with the second book. And I was fortunate enough to have the opportunity to pitch the second book to a handful of publishers and Rizzoli ended up being the winning publisher. And it was a dream come true because they're such a cool publisher and have produced a lot of really great coffee table style lettering books. So same goes for this book also featuring around 130 artists from over 30 countries. It's a 288 page book of just beautiful hand lettering. And another thing I wanted to accomplish in this book was not only to feature the finished polished piece, but to show the work in progress, kind of show the behind the scenes work that goes into it. 
Um, I think that's one of the beauties of hand lettering is, you know, to see the pencil to paper process and to see that analog process and um, to know that there are so many hours of work that goes into that finished polished piece. Cause sometimes when you see the finished piece, you like, Oh, I can do that. But then you actually sit down and try to do it. And you're like, Oh my gosh, that's really hard. There's a lot of discipline and practice that goes into uh, making that final, final lettering piece. And so this book came out in July of 2018 and I'm really excited about it. It's beautiful. The quality is amazing. And the cover, the G is my favorite. It, it was done by Kenny Coyle, who is a lettering artist and designer, I think from Florida. Yeah. And I liked it that you have Omaha, Nebraska represented with our own Nicholas Fredrickson over there. Yeah. Yes, I see he was in the great. book. Yeah. He yeah. was in the first book too. Oh, okay. Well, it, it does not shock me. So he's done very well around here. That's great. Yeah. He, uh, I, he was one of the very first lettering artists I learned about. He's a, uh, I need to actually look back in to see what he's, are there so many now in my Rolodex that some I get lost and I'll refer back to the book just to see who I haven't seen in a while, because you know, unfortunately, Instagram only shows you what they think you want to see and you don't get to see everything. And so I think, you know, with that said, to sort of shift away from the book and, you know, kind of talk a little bit about the Instagram platform, it has always been important for me to, because I am one person, but good type represents massive amount of people. And from my perspective, I always, you know, wanted to try to keep my perspective as broad as possible. And so about a year and a half ago, and it kind of this idea kind of came from the fact that Instagram sort of narrows your scope. The algorithm, I decided to hand the controls over to lettering artists and artists and graphic designers from all over the world to guest curate the feed. So I'm not the only point of uh, perspective showing what I, what I like and who needs to be shown. I want to, uh, because it is a community and I want the community to also be in control of the voice and tone and and see what else is out there. And it's really cool to kind of see how, I think we've sort of confused the algorithm because I put a new, I try to put a new guest curator on once a week. And I mean, it's all over the place. And so trying to log in from Sydney or from Berlin or, you know, the the time zone is a little, a little crazy, but it is cool to kind of scroll through the feed and see what new is popping up before, before I decided to do the guest curator thing. It was, I was just seeing kind of the same artists over and over. And I, I think it was kind of eye-opening to see what you could do to trick the algorithm, I guess, and to see who else was out there. And it, yeah, it just it was very eye-opening to see the very many talented artists around well, the world. I think the thing about like a physical book or about things like that, though, is, is you want to show like the full breadth of the type of lettering that there's done out there. There's so many different styles and there's so many different types and, and certain things work for different things. So one of the things about a book is you flip through and, and there's no algorithm, I guess, to tell you to only look at pages one, five and 13 or something. You kind of see all right. of it. Yeah, true. And mur- I love murals. Uh, there's a few murals featured in the book, uh, brush lettering, calligraphy, all kinds. Yeah, it's, it is pretty cool to... And what else is cool is I did an open call format and I did reach out to some artists and I asked them to, for permission to put their work in the book if I liked a piece or I thought it might, you know, bring a different dynamic to the book. 
but a majority, I think I sifted through nearly a thousand submissions and I didn't have, you know, a jury. It was just me. And, and so I think going forward, if I do another book, I might have a jury, just like I have guest curators. Now I'd like to have a guest curator jury to sort of help me select um, what could go in the next book. No, I could totally see that. Okay. Well, we'll be right back with Brooke Robinson. Brooke, where do people go to find this book? Do they just do they just go to goodtype.us or do you want them to go to, is it, I'm assuming it's on Amazon, is it in bookstores? Are there even bookstores around? I mean, Hannah, have you seen a bookstore? No. Hannah, do you remember what bookstores uh, are? I don't know. <laughs> what is a bookstore? <laughs> Anyone can just Google or search Good Type, The Art of Lettering online and it will be available through most major retailers, mm-hmm. ships worldwide. It is available on Amazon. And you can, if you know what a bookstore is, and you, if you have one <laughs> in your neighborhood, you can request the book and they can order it through Rizzoli. I was really drawn to the book. I, I just liked the cover of it. I think, uh, is the, isn't the cover, it's uh, textured, isn't it? Yeah, it's stamped. So, it's a stamped foil or yeah. pressed. Yeah. So I thought that was super cool. It's kind of like eye candy. Where you just wanna, I just want to like flip over and just stare at it because I, I don't have I it, but I was looking at pictures of it. I also really just enjoy your Instagram page because I just kind of fumbled across it and how you said there's just people who create kind of like design pages don't tag creators and that's something I find really frustrating as a young designer trying to like get out there and see other designers and what they're doing it kind of kills that rabbit hole because I enjoy going because I'm looking at your page and finding just different designers and I'm like oh this is super cool and then I can see the designer and then I can see that project and see their steps that they post it and you just I enjoy going down rabbit holes. And so I think it's a really good starting point and mm-hmm. not having those fluff pages, fluff pages, I just find them everywhere. And I think it's, it kind of hurts because it hurts the algorithm because people are like, oh, everyone's clicking on this page, but it's not useful at all. It's kind of like a trap. <laughs> it is kind of. And I, and one of the things I tell my guest curators is, you know, there's guidelines to follow. And one of that is to at mention the artist first mm-hmm. in the very first line before you at mention yourself or say anything else, because a lot of times people are just scrolling. And when I go down a rabbit hole, I immediately look at the top line and see who the artist is. And I go click on that artist to see more of their work. And um, yeah, I think that's super important to do and for people to know that. Yeah, it's just something that like, I think is something that people are more aware of. And I rather support people who are doing kind of the same thing or want to like support other creators. And I think good type is a, like a good platform to do so. And then with your book is like, it's just kind of extending like, hey, there's so much to offer to this typography. Uh, when you just kind of talk to some people like typography is just like, it's just words. And it's like, well, it's more than that. It's just it, everything you look at is typography is just kind of can take any kind of form. And it, right. And it's fun to I, think, yeah. yeah, I was going to say, I think it was Lauren Hom that once said if writing is what you're saying, then lettering and type design is how you're saying it. And so, you know, there's more to just communicating the message. It's how you're communicating the message. Yeah, it's such a beautiful art form. I love it so much. Well, that brings us up. Our next guest is actually going to be Lauren Hom for those listeners. Oh, great. And so since we know who that is, do you have any question? You know, we like to play a pass the question if by chance we know who the next guest is. Do you have any questions for Lauren? Um, Lauren, it's been so long since I've spoken to her or seen what the algorithm hasn't shown me her work in a while. <laughs> um, 
Uh, I need to have her back on as a guest curator. She was one of my very first guest curators. But Lauren, what is her, I guess, what is her, the thing she's looking forward to most in 2021? That would be my question to Lauren. Brooke, what are you looking forward to in 2021? I am looking forward to hugs and handshakes. <laughs> um, I'm looking forward to a post-pandemic world where we uh, can embrace each other and be with each other in real life. And um, I'm looking forward to art shows and, and workshops and all the things that we couldn't do before is what I'm looking forward to. Yeah. And those are, those are things that to me now seem so foreign, so foreign. I know. They, they don't I know. They do seem foreign, but at the same time, I hope that we can all have grown a greater appreciation for them because for me, and I can speak for a lot of people, we've taken those things for granted and I don't want them to go away. I want them to come back with a fury because we didn't have them for so long and still don't. Brooke, where do people go to see your, your actual, your artwork? Like not, not the, not the good type, but like the actual, you know, your, your, I guess, day job as, as you would call it. My stuff can be seen at sunsurfer.art or my Instagram handle is Brooke in, as in Nicole Robinson, Brooke in Robinson. And that's where I post all of my art. All right. Well, thank you so much time, so much for your time, Brooke. And we look forward to, we look forward to seeing these workshops happen again soon. Book looks great. And and thanks for promoting type even, you know, has, has, has doing all this type stuff brought into your fine art at all? Oh yeah. I, I do all kinds of, I love, um, a messy form of brush lettering with lots of texture and because I'm not formally trained, I wouldn't say that I'm not, not officially a lettering artist just because I'm so far into the fine arts, but I do incorporate lettering and, uh, I keep cursive alive, if you will, in a lot of my pieces. And um, I incorporate other type designers work in my stuff. Like James Kaufman is a type designer that I use a lot of his typefaces in my work. But yeah, for sure, I definitely incorporate it. Okay, well, thanks for listening. And we'll be back in a couple of weeks with Lauren Hom. Flex Blue Show with Donovan Murray is hosted at 36point.com. Music by Dust Lab.